This is kind of bringing me down. What do we got here? This is Living Legends. Who's that? It's a good song. Yeah? Do you have... I'm just feeling like <laughs> I'm sad and fighting. Yeah, it's just wow. Are you okay, Taylor? Are you just that sad about no, missing us yesterday? It's a good song. That's what it is. Yeah, here I'll give you guys something. That's else. a little better. That makes me puts me in a little better. Go spot. back so, to the other one. I <laughs> um, <laughs> sit in the corner. What, what did you miss most about us yesterday, Taylor? When you were doing um, Sedano and Cap, not a top rated show. He didn't even. <laughs> he didn't even Ooh, know. Bruised. He didn't even know we had a show. He didn't even know we had a show yesterday. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. Now we had the day off. Yeah. That uh, so what what did they do that you would like to see us incorporate into our show? Did you see anything yesterday that made you go? You know what, Travis Lee should start to do a little bit more of that. They do a lot of on this date stuff. Yeah, you know? do you like that? No, not really. Okay, no. Yeah. Uh, what do we do better than what they do? Pretty much all around, you know. It's, <laughs> see, uh, he's on our team. That. I like that. that. Good answers. He's like Sliwa should talk less. I'm like, hey, <laughs> slow down, bro. Relax. Taylor throwing haymakers. Being Relax. on a top-rate show, that's that's pretty good stuff right there. I like that Taylor's like lighting the match. I didn't think you had that in you. Come well on. done. Well done. I, Ask uh, the right questions. When I, hear, right. when I hear Chris say that, first thing I'm like, oh, well, what, okay, if we drop out of that, then we, do we mention where we currently are of course or where not. we're going to be after no, that? No, 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 no. This, this is the, the you tell what you need to tell. You leave out the other parts. That's why I was so mad at him saying that, you know, number one in the market for our day part. That's good. Stop right there, right? We don't, we don't need anything additional beyond that because while we're on the radio from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and if you're just getting here right now at noon, thank you, but start at 10 instead. That's a much better way to do Take it. Take that. Just, just leave it right there. You yeah. don't have to say, and then Mason, I don't know what to say. I don't need that part. Just leave that part off. right into their show. Right. Yeah, well, I think they're probably just counting super crosstalk. Super crosstalk. <laughs> I think we're, we're juicing that first 10 minutes for their show that's putting them over the top. I wasn't 100% if we're going to get Taylor back. Like, part of me was like, what if he really likes that time <laughs> slot? What if he just likes that time of the day? I, thought, I, I didn't know. I, I was worried. What if you guys really liked Laura, though? Laura's great. Laura, Laura came in and did a very good job. But she I, might I have the, given I the, vibe that the you best the description show. of a taco that... Yeah, no. Well, she knows yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, that was. Yeah, she was. She was fully up to speed on that. Yep. We didn't ask Laura yesterday, Taylor. Okay. Yeah, and she. Uh, she. She did a good. She job. did good. She yeah, did she a good, did good job. I like that she had height requirements for boyfriends. Mm-hmm. That uh, you you don't have to like sports, but if you yeah, don't, she demolished the Uber driver if, if they're going fifty five. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's kind of unanimous. I don't think that I was really a big surprise. The, the look on your it face. bothers me. I, I know. I know. It like so, sometimes. All right, I'm, I'll give a little bit of behind the behind the scenes here. Sometimes something will bother me a little bit, and I'll pretend it bothers me a little bit more than it does. That genuinely oh, yeah, bothers yeah, no, that me. That one got you. That, that you yeah. were okay with somebody driving fifty on the freeway. Fifty five. <laughs> Keep saying 50. 55 then. And 55. Emily and I already talked about it last week. Speed limit is 65. Yeah, so technically, that didn't, that she's, didn't giving herself, yeah. she's giving herself So you could cushion. go 10 on the freeway if you wanted to? You could walk. Well, dangerous. Nobody's not going to say that. Just not walk around. How, how, where'd you go? I drove from Santa Monica to downtown. What'd it take you? Nine hours. She drove this way, too. She kind of went. Serpentine. I believe that's what it's called. Has anybody seen Chris eating his bacon yet? I know he said he brought an entire bag of cooked bacon. I haven't seen him go by. Also, how is cooked bacon like going well in the fridge? I don't know. I wouldn't eat cooked bacon. I want my bacon to be hot like, right off you the grill. You can nuke it. I don't know. It doesn't taste good that to me. Yeah, it's it's not perfect like, coming out bacon. of the pan. I guess if you're eating a pound of bacon, yeah. you're gonna eat bacon. How did you eat it? a pound of bacon? No, that doesn't sound good to me. Okay, you're you're uh, at a hotel, and you wake up in the morning, and part of the spread. Okay, I was gonna say how many strips of bacon? Three. 
Yeah, and I'm good with two. Yeah. I, have a, I have a funny story from me as a child. So my parents used to have a rule, two pieces of bacon, always. Any mm-hmm. kid, only two pieces of bacon. So I end up going to a buffet with now, my sausage, aunt. Sausage, watch out. I might yeah. be doing some work what? on those. Um, my aunt and uncle took me to a, a buffet. And so we get to the buffet, and they like, I said, oh, can I have, I'm going to have two pieces of bacon. They're like, oh, you can have as many as you want. I'm like, okay. So they go sit down. I come back to this table with a plate full of bacon, just like just a plate of bacon, like super high. And then like, yeah, this is probably why my parents limited Emily. The first, <laughs> the first time you do anything, like once you're out of the house, everything is like, okay, I'm going to go crazy. And then you slowly realize, yeah, probably have some limits to this might be a good idea. It's, it's, it's actually a. Kind of an interesting it's, topic. It's drinking for the first time. 100%. It's all of it. Yeah. So when you're 11 years old, okay, I don't know if this, you guys I didn't like grow eight, up in L.A., yeah. but you're you're close enough, right? Mm-hmm. You're 11 years old, and you say, you know, when I get my driver's license, I'm going to blank, right? Mm-hmm. The, and my vision of having a driver's license when you're 11 years I'm just going to drive to Disneyland and Dodger games. <laughs> those are the only two places I'm going. I'm going to Disneyland every day, and I'm driving myself to Dodger games because that's what I like to do. Yeah. And then you realize... That's a lot of work. It's kind of far. <laughs> it, it takes a day or two of these things before it hits that you, drinking is a perfect Drinking I, is the I, best I, example. I'm going to go. Then you're like, no, nah, you know, like two or three is kind of the sweet spot for this stuff. Yeah, when you end up figuring out, all right, uh, I feel like, you know what, I'm throwing up. Yeah, probably not going to do that next time. But a pound well, of bacon is very. That's a pound of bacon, but I don't even know how many strips that is. How many strips is that? It's, it's, uh, well, it's 16 typically in a in a package, I think. So 16 strips of bacon? Well, it's a, first of all, it's a, pr- it's a pound pre-cooked. That's before you render right. all the fat off of it. Yeah, so, so he's probably only eight. like, yeah, 0.75, let's call it. <laughs> let's cut him a little slack. A lot of that grease goes down the down the drain or wherever Bacon and coffee. Get that day started. It's, I mean, it sounds Aggressive. good. To cheese. I don't. What I don't get about keto is it's like bacon, cheese, all the things that we're told not to eat, and then you're like, oh well, just well, eat that. It's, and then it's, it's, perfect. it's what you eat it with that's the problem. Right. I'm just like, I just get confused. Yeah. Plus, it's uh, yeah. There's there's a it's high fat. If you just fat. eat bacon, so here's okay. Here's mm-hmm. Doctor Her Dietitian Travis. Yep. It's not so much like it's the bacon and cheese. It's when you limit yourself. You you eat less, right? You can only eat so much bacon and cheese. It's not that that's particularly good for you. It's that your calorie count goes way down because you, I can't eat bread. I can't eat this. I can't eat You're that. You're at a deficit. It, right. Yep. You're just running that. There you go. There's my health tip for the day. What else you want to know, Al? You want to know um, photosynthesis and how that works? I think there's nutritionists walking around right now saying, I got to listen to Trav every time he gives us tips. <laughs> not an astro- astronomer. Astrology. Well, well- I love astrology. Anyway, yeah, no, that's that's not Mike. I'll what read are, your chart. Is that the one with the? That's the stars, not the cards. Tarot yeah, so is the yeah, tarot is the cards, but like you can read your like chart, which is like okay, you can be a double gem. Like I'm a Gemini, Aries, Taurus, and so it's like you're. I thought you just one thing. It's your. <laughs> so the Gemini is when you're born. When you're born. The right. um, Aries, the um, the Moon is when what time of day you were born. Like the time and then of the, the day. rising is the area location where you were born. Exactly your location. Seems like a lot. So yeah. Anyway. It seems. So like girls lot. do at sleepovers. I'll just eat the bacon. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I'll eat the bacon. Steve Aoki, uh, he's a DJ, right? Is that is that Correct. his occupation? Yeah. You do it on purpose. Did I do what on purpose? Was that on purpose? Oh, the pitch? Yeah. I think it was. It was, right? I, it, it has to be. So yeah. he pitched throughout the first pitch at the Red Sox game the other day at Fenway, Fenway Park, and he launched it like halfway up the backstop. But it wasn't like it slid. That, I, I, I'm so glad you said that, Al. That was intentionally terrible. Yeah. There's bad, and then there's that just, okay, I'm afraid of it being bad, so 
I'm going to launch it. I think that's what Steve Aoki went with. Yeah, I I, um, I just assumed. I'm like, yeah, this guy's not. Listen, we've kind of had our conversations if uh, – who was it? What were you guys talking Mariah Carey or something Mariah like that? Mariah Carey was the terrible. The mayor of Cincinnati, I think his name was Mark Malloy or Mike Malloy, something like that. Um, he hit a photographer in the first base dugout yeah. because it was 50 cents was terrible, terrible. The dude threw it 100 feet up. He, yeah. he knew what he was doing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what you, the point you, of it you was. You sandbagging that? You're going to go bad on purpose? So I guess, ah, I did it on purpose? Or are you just hoping for the best? Um, no, I mean, he was behind the rubber too. If you're ever in a situation, I'm trying to throw, I'm I'm doing everything I can to try to throw a strike. Yeah. That's it. I'm trying to throw a strike to make a, a do you go to the grass or do you go up to the rubber? Because sometimes you can, you can pick. You can go from the rubber. You can go from the front of the mound. far, bro. It's super I might far. Have a, I might have a bounce in there. <laughs> I might have a bounce. You go to the rubber. You're like, by the way, I'm even okay with that. If, if I'm, if I'm, grass. <laughs> um, eh, I don't think so. I'm going to move it. I just keep I'm throwing sidearm. Yeah. Throwing sidearm. Off-arm, sidearm. You should do it. Could you confidently flip a coin? Like, you know how in, in football they have like celebrities come out and do flip a coin? Could you confidently flip a coin? I would try to flip it so it didn't flip it, just go up like a pancake and lay it flat. <laughs> yeah, I think I could I think I yeah, could pull I off the coin flip. All right. Um Celtics Heat round number three, Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. Heat are kinda they're back again. You know, we talked some of the Lakers were in the twenty twenty bubble. They won the championship to beat the Heat. Heat are back again. They they they've turned this thing around and come back through it a lot more quickly than the Lakers have. Maybe they've got a little bit better luck, a little bit better health, but this is kind of the idea, right? It's not just to get one and hope that you you know you get lucky again, but to build something sustainable. And the Heat feel like they're on that path as much as anybody else. The Heat and the Warriors. Let, let's take out, forget the LeBron years in Miami. Um, they win. They go to four straight finals. They win two NBA championships. Let's just kind of look at Trav. Look at the Lakers and the Heat since that 2020 bubble championship, however you want to call it. Since 2020. What have the Lakers have done over the last few years? Obviously, um, as far as being a destination where they're growing from that championship run, it's only gone the other way. You can you can say, okay, well, Anthony Davis was there. You can do all that. But the bottom line is Miami is um, – you've had one coach basically over the last, what, nine, ten years or yeah, something along those least. lines. Obviously, you know exactly who's making decisions in the front office. There's no question there. Um, and and – the reality is they have not won a championship since that 2020, but their chances of holding something sustainable, it's realistic. It's real. It's something that you don't have to be a Heat fan. Who's most responsible for that? Is it Pat Riley? It's Pat Riley. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's Pat Riley. No question about it. But you, you, the reason why I mention that is even if they don't win a championship this year, they're going to be there again next year that they're going to kind of have this run. Boston's another good example. Now, I know the Celtics haven't won a championship since back in 2008, but the the key is look at what these franchises have done at least over this handful of years and what the Lakers, you went all in and you've been going all in every single year. You're not really drafting or developing players. You don't have picks moving forward. You're not 100% because you've recycled coaches over the last few years. The The sustainability portion is I think what worries a lot of Laker fans is what the hell is this, this upcoming season, and what's it going to be over the next three, four, five years? Okay, yeah, and the, the reason I asked you what I asked you, who's most responsible for it, is because who, who's our Pat Riley? Who, who's the guy that said, nope, this is the coach? He put, when Eric Spolster got hired to coach the Miami Heat, it was, who? who? Huh? The video guy? 
Remember uh, Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Mouthing off on him during one of those. Remember they yeah. lost the first championship against yeah. the Dallas Mavericks? And it was still like, sounds good, guys. That's your head coach. Right. Right. And so the guy that says, no, 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 I know this league. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. I know what sort of personalities. I know talent when I see it. He's your guy. Mm-hmm. He, and because right now, Eric Spolster is considered one of the best coaches in the NBA. And they've won a couple of championships, obviously, with LeBron James, but they've been in it. And if Pat Riley has your back, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good guy vouching for you along the way. Who's who's our, our Riles? It's uh, Rob Palenka is not Pat Riley. Who who is it? Was it was it Jerry Buss? Is that or, excuse me, Jerry West? Is is that the well, guy? Are, the, are the you missing saying? Piece? Are you saying by definition? No, no, not by definition. Mm-hmm. By practice. Well, Not by definition. Yeah, there's nothing. That's what I mean. And yeah. it seems like, well, we'll go over here. We'll go over here. We'll try was, this coach. We'll try that coach. The Jerry West, the Pat Riley. Right. That is your – and let's let's not so, pretend here. That's the elite of the elite. Okay. Uh, 100%. Yes. But the idea – so we're talking about who's going to be the coach, who's going to play with LeBron, who's mm-hmm. going to play with AD. Okay, these are important questions. But isn't the better question we need to find the next Pat Riley or Jerry West or the next uh, Sam Presti or whoever it might be, the executive says, nope, here's the plan. Step one is this, step two is this, step three is this, and this is how we get back, and this is what works in this league, as opposed to left. Now, left doesn't work. Okay, go right. Ooh, right worked, but yeah, let's, let's go back to the left again. Oh, not left didn't work. Okay, let's go backward. Like, huh? We're just con- – fire the coach. Okay, we've already done that twice. I'll fire him again anyway. It's like it's – there doesn't seem to be a person that says, guys, I've got this. We're going to do it like this. Why not try to find that person? Technically, you're sitting here with Rob Palenka until he eventually is no longer part of the organization. Isn't that what you hired him for? I mean, that's supposed to be the guy. Great question. Was that what they thought? Because when they hired him originally, he was collaborating with Magic. Mm Mm-hmm. Right when, when when he first you didn't bring him in to be Pat Riley you brought him in there to be with Magic mm-hmm. you brought him in to consult with Magic and Genie and the Rambuses and whoever else might be in the decision making process Clutch LeBron Phil Jackson who, whoever it might be right mm-hmm. that there were there there's never been a I am running the show Pat Riley runs the show Sam Presti runs the show Masai Ujiri Masai Ujiri runs mm-hmm. the show. Right for a long time in Boston, Danny Ainge was the one calling the shots in these things. Mm-hmm. They, now it Brad just, Stevens. Brad Stevens. It, mm-hmm. it seems like this is the piece that lets you find the other pieces. So I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I, I I couldn't agree more that the the further up top you go, the more important it is. So we might see the product last year and say, oh well, it's that individual's player fault. It's Russ's fault that he did that. Yeah, but who put the team together? I mean, obviously you're always looking. The higher you go up is the smarter way to do it. So I got a question for you, and I got a question for the listeners, and we'll come back and we'll break this down. Would you rather be the team that keeps taking shots? Let's let's move these pieces to get this guy and hope that the shot hits, or would you rather kind of be sort of in the mix over and over and over and over again? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. There we go. Much better. Oh, this song was so much better. Look, I think I get this is a little, you know, poppy perhaps, but it's it does make you feel kind of happy. Happy, be happy, Slee. You got like a scowl on your face right now. Taylor looks Taylor looks (laughs) completely over this. Like, yeah, fine. You want happy? Here, here's happy. Oh, screw you. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Paper or plastic? Oh, screw you. See, there's another one of those things. Do you ever bring your own bag? No. No? 
How much would okay? So th- I have a theory on this. Uh, uh, I think I know where you're going. They, I think it's a quarter a bag where I go it's now. Ten cents, right? It, it's quarter in it my market. Not. Yeah, I'm just. I think it's a quarter. It might okay. be ten cents. It, it's mm-hmm. putting this, this. This is the point. You do all your grocery shopping at AMPM. <laughs> yes. Full it's, everything, yeah, everything for the family. I, everything's everything. at AMPM. We get every get uh, pens oil and eggs. <laughs> That's what we get. Um, it's not enough. If you want me to bring my own bag, you're going to have to bang me. All right, what's what's the number? <laughs> that that it's a dollar a bag. Is it two? Is it two fifty? Right, because okay, I'm, I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay, hey, um, you're going to need three bags for everything that you have. That's three dollars right there. Are you paying the three dollars? Yeah, I'll pay the three dollars because I will forget. I, it's not enough to make me not forget. Mm-hmm. Right, if they were two bucks, now you got six. I would say no bags and just try to carry everything. <laughs> the Costco, out. yep. Just leave it all in the cart. Put it all back in the cart and you walk get the it boxes out there. At Costco, no, we I just leave the it in the cart. Yeah, I get the we leave it in the cart because we don't. We don't. Rarely do we go super big at Costco. It's a couple yeah. of things here or there, but they, they got to charge more. It, first, if you're going to charge anything, go big. Make a dollar me use a, a bag, bag is no. Dollar the, a bag, you're going to end up four bucks every single time that yeah. you go. Four bucks yeah, maybe is, I'd learn my lesson after a time or two. Yeah, I but, think dollar is the right amount. In defense of reusable bags, I don't like having all the bags at home, like all the plastic bags, all the paper bags. Like I don't have to throw them up, away. They take up a little space. You don't yeah. throw them away. Well, yes. But, but yeah, but they're no. I actually, I I put them. I end up using them. Sometimes I use them for like recycling stuff, whatever the case is. Take a few. You put a few because yeah. you always need kind of a bag, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have like sixty of them underneath your sink. If Trader bags, Joe's runs out, I got them. <laughs> my reusable bags are much more sturdy than the other things sure. do. Mm-hmm. So if I want to pack a bunch in, then it's that's better, and it's like more fashionable. I have an extra bag. All these things are why I like to use reusable bags. I um, I'm selling Trader Joe bags outside of Trader Joe's. 25 cents a pop. You guys, they're hitting you for a dime in here. Nickel a piece right here. Just undercut them. Just, just make a deal. Hey, 10 for a dollar. Slee, you got to get out of here, bro. You can't keep doing this. All right, so. Made $8 today. Lakers took a huge swing. Mm-hmm. They basically said, we'll give you everything we got for Anthony Davis. Yep. And they did it, and it worked. And they won a championship. Mm-hmm. And then with the little few pieces they had left, they said, we'll give you all that. For Russell Westbrook. Didn't work, right? Now we're in the situation where there's not much left to say, we'll give you this. They don't have a ton of picks. And now it's going to be and, a minute. And Russ might, if Russ is on your roster, nobody's going to really feel all that confident about it. If he's not on right. your roster, the question is going to be, are you getting players back that are going to help you in the immediate future? Then you got teams like the Heat that we just talked about. The Celtics to a lesser degree because they haven't been to the finals in, in a while. But they're sniffing around it for a while. But have not. Hit. The Sixers have been kind of in it for the last couple of years but haven't really popped the way that you would hope to to win a championship. Which of those two is better? Where you're constantly getting a shot. Maybe it's not a great shot, but you got a shot. Or we've got a great shot, but at an incredibly high price. The fact that the Lakers cashed one in, I think sometimes we forget. Like, just think about if they didn't win that championship in the bubble, the conversation's so much different today. It's a colossal it's a failure. Disaster. Right? A disaster. Yeah. But because they got that one, you know, you can't. If you ask franchises out there, if you could be bad for 10 years and you get one championship, what do you think? I think most franchises would sign up for that, no question about it. I think um, you're right. It's just so tough to get. I mean, we look, look how well the Dodgers have been run. They have won, mm-hmm. right? And it, we just know how difficult it is. So I, I think to answer your question there, I, we know what the perfect scenario is. Looking at where the Lakers are today, 
what I've mentioned this before. It makes it so frustrated. Look at a bigger sample size of the Lakers. Over the last 10 years, how many times have you gone to the playoffs? Over the last 10 years, how many times have you had a legitimate chance of winning a championship? And, and that, that kind of tells a bigger story because really the Over last, the last 10, 10, years, 10 years, once. Yeah, yeah, once. You haven't had a good 10-year run. Right. No, you've had one shot and you, and you nailed it. But you got a chip and it kind of shuts up everybody from that perspective, at least from that standpoint, because you won a championship. Is it the proper way to run an organization – on a on a long term basis, of course it's not. Well, okay. why not? Why not? Because you just said I'll tell you why. You Let me just, tell you why. You just said if you get one over ten years, the vast majority of franchises would take that because to set up like the Warriors are set up, really, really difficult. You have to get not only be incredibly well run, you got to get a little lucky. You don't, you don't even have to go to the Warriors. Go look at the Lakers with Powell. Sure. And with Kobe. Sure. That's three finals appearances in a row. Yep. Go back before that. It's four finals appearances in five but years the, with Shaq and Kobe. The, the Lakers are the exception. They're not they're they're the exception to the rule. Everyone else kind of falls into the one out of ten, a hundred percent I'm with you. I'm with you on that. The the problem also with the Lakers, it's like, okay, you got one out of ten, but were you knocking on the door of five of those years? No. You weren't. No. And that, that's that's a, you went six years without making the playoffs, and in those six years you didn't even grab a franchise player. You grabbed a lot of players that got you a franchise type of player in AD. But it's it's not like, hey, we were there X amount of years. We're always competing. It's You got one, and there's before and after. There's nothing. Let's try Baldwin Park and Oscar. Oscar, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Oscar? Yeah, good conversation. I agree with you. Uh, nothing beats a championship. Um, but uh, – you still want you still want a competing team out there because just from a, a business standpoint, I know it's good for the team to make the playoffs for revenue, right, and to get money and, and put it's overall better for the team. So that's one reason. And then, um, but it's the Lakers too, so they're always gonna be under pressure to win titles no matter what. So they always gotta take those uh, swings, those home run swings, and get that franchise player to win a title right away within a few years when they do have a shot. So, uh, is this always pressure on the Lakers? Is this always different from them? But to answer your question, I, I would I'll take a title any any time of the, any time over any. What if, over Oscar? Year. What if it meant that you got that title a couple of years ago, but the next five or six or seven are really barren? You well, yeah. I mean that, but that guy's the Lakers. That somehow they always they always pull that magic trick and they don't be back in contention some way somehow. But yeah, I, I, nothing beats a title. You can't take the title away. That that's in stone. So it's just a hard call. It is a hard call, but. Championship wins out all the time. Appreciate it, Oscar. Yeah, and, it, and it's not – it's funny because if I said to you right now, kind of look at the Lakers' future, and if Laker fans had to go through again – I'm not making it sound like we're going through such uh, – if Laker fans had to go through another six years once LeBron and Anthony Davis, let's say the LBJ piece. What if next year is another year somewhere around six, seven, eight, nine, ten? You're just kind of flipping through it, and it's just not good. Or what if it's another – 10, 11, or 12. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. But what, what, you're in the playoffs, but you really don't. You're yeah. the Timberwolves. You're in it, and it's kind of, yeah, okay, we're First around. First round but, exit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it's not as bad as it was, but it's still not what you're looking for. You know you know what's as as curious to me? And he said something about just, you know, you're the Lakers. You got to kind of go home run. got to go swing for the fences. I don't feel like they always swing for the fences. You see what I'm saying? Like, the past championships – it wasn't just swinging for the fences. You felt like 
No, no, they're going to be around. This isn't a game where you're just dependent on a grand slam. Or it's a, home a little run. bit different now than it was. Go, let's go back to, to Kobe right. and Shaq, or mm-hmm. go back, even more recently with with uh, Kobe and Powell. Mm-hmm. Right, that when that version of Kobe Bryant was the best player on your team, there was still a lot of good years coming. Mm-hmm. Right, that that the, the Kobe Bryant experience was still at its highest point. Kobe was still the best player in the league or damn near it. And, and you knew that you were going to have multiple shots at this. So it wasn't, we have to do everything we can to get this one guy with LeBron. When LeBron got here, it was, I don't know the, how long this is going to The pressure has been yeah. there the moment he got here. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. and and the not only the pressure of, hey, we got it, we need to win with him, but I don't know how long he's going to be LeBron James. I, I think he's already exceeded what you thought you were going to get out of him, right? As far as being a high-level player. He's still a very high-level player. Yeah, yeah. But the the clock is ticking really loudly when you had Shaq and Kobe and you're adding some pieces the the clock was ticking but it wasn't it was more subtle you had Shaq was a younger man Kobe was a very young guy you had some runway with these things when Magic comes along Kareem's clock was ticking but you had Magic here there were multiple paths to figure this thing out with this it is LeBron has to work well and and, and it's the the AD piece. So it's the equivalent of Kareem still doing what he was doing, but Magic was playing 50% of the games. You're not going to win. Let's right? try another one. Simi Valley. David, David, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, David? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. What's going on, David? Um, you know what? You guys, have, uh, that previous caller say, well, you know, I want to have playoff runs and stuff like that. I took 17 championships and divided it into 75 years, how long the league's been. That's one championship every 4.46 years. I would go for that any day of the week. If you're swinging for the fences, swing for the fences. I don't think the Lakers have ever done really wrong. I mean, we all think about Kobe, but there was plenty of droughts with him. Am I correct? Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Kobe had plenty of droughts. While he was, everyone thinks he was a, a title machine. But I remember all those years where they. Well, David, thank you for the phone call. So yes, there were years they don't win the championship. Obviously, five in twenty years. So, but of the twenty years, they were in clumps. Only the last few were. Mm -hmm. This team has no chance. Mm -hmm. Only the last couple. Mm -hmm. The other ones were. Maybe we're not the best team, but we're in it. We're going to run into San Antonio. We're going to lose to the the Pistons. Shaq and Kobe days had a Celtics seven-year run where you could. Every year you were in year, it. Yeah. And, and then the Powell and Kobe run. Every year you're, you're kind of in it, right? That of, If those 20 years, mm-hmm. 15 of them they had a shot. Mm-hmm. 14 of them they had a shot. Now you're not going to cash, but that's the point. You don't, Not that you – I don't know if that's good math. I'm not saying the math is wrong, but it's not number of championships divided by how many years you've been around. It's how many times you have a chance to get one, a real chance. And, and right now in the LeBron James experience, yeah. they're one for – was it four? This yeah. will be their fifth year. This Right. Yeah. So they're one for four so mm-hmm. far, right? And the mm-hmm. first year, they didn't have a chance to win it. This year, they didn't have a chance to win it. Last year, I think you could kind of put halfway between. Wasn't a good chance, but when they go into the playoffs and if they did stay healthy, they got a chance. Yeah, yeah right? I, they, I, I agree with I, that. I'd give them a – they had a that. chance to advance mm-hmm. in the playoffs there. So we're two out of four is having a chance. The problem is I don't know if the next four years, with or without LeBron James, you have two out of four. Probably not. Mm-hmm. And then the four years after that, I, who knows? That my crystal ball is busted. At what this you're going to do with it? But th- th- these are the questions, right? How you rebuild it and everything else. I, I to be honest with you, I think their, I mean, their actions speak at least the front office, in my opinion, 
the future, they'll worry about it down the road. They, they've given us every indication that they're not worried about the future. They're worried about it when they need to worry about it. They don't feel like they need to worry about it right now. All right, the NBA draft lottery is tonight. Do, do we care? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Darb in the OC was listening to our bags conversation, Slee, and he says, speaking of bags, how many bags does Slee keep on Rookie's leash? Are you a one-bag guy when you're walking around, rookies going, walking through the neighborhood? Got a little uh, pouch. Okay. Throw one of those on, and then uh, I'll put two in there. Yeah. Yeah, two. You never know this guy. <laughs> Two's the right number. That- and there's a lot of places that you can walk by. That you know, really nice neighborhood. They got here. bags. Nice as in the people are nice. Yeah, they got bags. They're waiting for you just in case. You know what I don't like? Well, is it because they're nice or because they don't want your dog on their house? Both. <laughs> but I think I, it's more apartment complexes okay. that will have it. You know what I don't like? I don't like. There was a sign. This was a few months ago, bro. They have a a sign on their grass that says basically keep your dog off my grass. And it says you're on camera. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, relax. It's that aggressive. makes me that makes me want to have rookie <laughs> just take care of business right there. A lot of people. We're going to wait. You know, we're just going to hang out and wait until he feels the moment. Just keep walking around with it like ten square feet. You get a few a few feet down. No, no, no. Go U turn and go back. There are signs that say, "Hey, please pick up after your dog." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "All right, no problem. Of course, I'm going to do it anyways." But the ones that come aggressive like that, I'm like, I, I really hope this guy just does his action right here. So one of two things. You're right? on camera. What is this? Well, it's, one, it's one of two things. Either somebody that's just a grump, right? Just a super grumpy person. They wake up every morning in a bad mood. They're just that guy, right? Jeez. Or that house, for whatever reason, is the place where everybody decided their dog was going to take care of business. And they're like, I'm not doing this anymore. I have to, I have to stand. Do you think they actually have a camera pointing there? Probably not. I don't think they do either. Yeah. Probably. Probably sell. Why would you want to? What are you going to do? Run out the next day and say, here's, I have a a thumb drive. Give it to the police. With your dog. Yeah. What do you you do with that? I don't know. Don't worry about everything else going on in LA. Rookie did his business on my grass. We've come to the number one reason that I don't have a dog. I think we've hit the center of the bullseye. What on is why I don't want to clean up after an animal. I just have no interest yeah. in that. That's fair. Yeah, that's a lot of. And you have kids, but you only have kids for a little bit. We get to do that. But but no, the kids will always will do it. And I'm like, I'm not stupid. I know that you guys don't do anything. So oh, you're I meant not, you're when not, you have kids, you have to clean, clean up, up after, after them. For right, right, yeah. That that. But too. only for a bit. I have to. I just. But that that's you. You get see the see. Here's the here's the bargain. That part that Emily's talking about when they're babies. You're hoping that by the time you're at the end of your line, they're like, they'll hey, they did it for me. I need to do it for them. And they don't warehouse you in some home at some point. That's that's the part that you're trying to avoid. That, that's paying it forward. Up. You're right about that. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's go to Pasadena. Sleaze Haunt. Bill in Pasadena. What's up, Bill? Oh, hey, guys. Love the show. Um, Thanks, Bill. So I think what you guys are losing a little bit of sight on is we were – a big dumpster fire for six, seven seasons. Couldn't even get free agents to take a meeting with us. And so I'm not going to put all the blame on, uh, you know, Jeannie, but Jim Buss, the, the best move they made was kicking him to the curb. But that's the thing. Even even if LeBron leaves in, in a season or two, he's done his job. It will always be worth it to get that 17th chip. And when he leaves, you may get guys like Donovan Mitchell or, or Trey Young or some guys that will choose to come to L.A. So Thanks, Bill. You know, 
the key is what you're hoping for is to go six years again of, okay, hey, it's over. Whenever it ends, right? Whenever that – maybe it has already ended. Maybe, you know, we were talking about this possible. a little bit earlier. It's very possible that that's it. Lakers are not going to compete for another championship with LeBron and Anthony Davis. That could be very realistic down the road. But what you – this is kind of, you know, I, I don't know if worst-case scenarios is the way to put it, is you got to start now. You have 16-win seasons and 20-win seasons. And now you're praying for what is going to happen tonight when they have the draft lottery. I mean, the Lakers had three years in a row. The three, number two and, and they pick. got lucky twice, right? They did. But, yeah. I don't think they were positioned to be there. And right. And they got lucky with the lottery. Yeah. Three years in a row, the number two pick. And none of those guys did you feel, hey, that dude, no question about it. That is like, even if I say Brandon Ingram was the best of all those guys. Which he was. Do you, is B.I. Luca? <laughs> Stop. Is B.I. Giannis? Come on, man. Is is B.I. You see what I'm saying? That it, even, He's a nice Even NBA when player. you have three number two picks in a row, is he Tatum? Is he a guy that you say to yourself, that dude could very well be the future of the league? And the reason why I bring that up is if they get back to that spot where now it's you're depending on the draft lottery and you're worried about what your next pick is going to be, Bro, that's a long process. It sure is. That's a long, it, long process. But it speeds up the other parts of the process, no? That, that if the reason you got uh, Anthony Davis Unless is they're be, able to go sign free agents. Be, because of all of the guys, right? Mm-hmm. That, that Was Alonzo the player that anybody thought he was going to be? No. But he was. there was value there. Was Brandon Ingram the player that people were hoping he was going to be? I don't think so, right? D'Angelo Russell, no. But they were worth enough to where you could move them around to get what it is you to need. To a franchise right. that knows, hey, we're not going to – AD is going to leave us by the time right. he it's becomes quarter, an unrestricted free agent. It's four quarters agent. for a dollar. I don't mm-hmm. have a dollar. You have a dollar. But I have four quarters. <laughs> they don't have four pennies right now. That That's the part that the, – the draft is really tricky. And, and the lottery tonight, the team that gets the number one pick, whether it's Houston or Sacramento or any of the other teams that were bad this year, right – you're hoping that the kid from Auburn, whose name escapes me right now, is a great player. You're hoping the kid from Gonzaga, Chet, right, it comes out and is a great player. Paulo Bonchero is a you're, – Or you're, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you're, you're hoping that these guys hit, mm-hmm. but you really don't know. You have no right? idea. The, it, because the, how many times Marvin have Marvin Bagley sh- was selected before Luka. Th- think, think about it. There have been, in the last 10 or 15 and years. it happens every year. Giannis was what, 13 or something? Kawhi but was 14. I, I'm talking every year. number one. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron, Fultz. LeBron James is a pretty sure thing at number one. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, pretty sure thing at number one. It happens occasionally. Zion felt like a pretty sure thing until he discovered the cuisine in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and now we're in a different c- category. But there are only a handful of guys. Th- this year, number one, there's nobody that you say, that guy right there is going to make a difference. But you can still get things. You can still get things that you can go get the other thing. But this this is what I think the Lakers will always depend on, or at least it feels this way moving forward, right? The, the day LeBron decides, you know what, I'm done playing, uh, I'm going to hang it up, or maybe he's going to go play with his son and it's in a different He city. talked about that on his AMA on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That somebody asked, do you, are you really still planning on playing for uh, – playing with Bronny and he says that's the plan somebody else asked him how long do you think you can play he goes still feel pretty good I, yeah. I he didn't give an actual number but it wasn't one of these hey I'm winding it down it was yeah I, I still feel I think he said I'm crazy motivated or crazy driven I forget the the terminology used but he this was not a hey listen I've already put in 20 years in this I wouldn't mind trying the next phase of my this was I'm still good at this I want to keep going this is the one thing that the Lakers will always have 
always, over most franchises in the NBA, we can bring in somebody in free agency to potentially yep. be the next face of the Lakers. That's the one thing that they'll depend on, too, aside from any of those picks. It's their only path at this point. Yep. Their only path is really good luck mm-hmm. or somebody oh, somewhere else says, you know, I've always dreamed of playing with the Lakers. play with the Lakers. I've always wanted to do that, play on that team, in that arena, mm-hmm. with that uniform, et cetera, et cetera. Taylor, as a Kings fan, one of – I don't know, a few thousand probably somewhere out there. These are my NBA finals. The, this is so what like do you get a rabbit's foot out? Do you how, how do you approach the draft? I or will the actually draft lottery? watch the lottery for you. I'm, I'm rooting for the Kings. Yeah, they need that number one pick. Okay, so you get it. It hasn't happened though. You in get all these years of yeah, misery, that's weird. What is their gotten, what, where are they in the pecking order? So they have a seven and a half percent chance of getting the yeah, number one pick. It. They're not getting it. Yeah, crazier things have happened. Yeah. Crazy. The Spurs got Tim Duncan after getting David Robinson. That was pretty good luck, right? It basically cost Rick Pitino his NBA coaching career. Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan's not walking through that door. Uh, do you? But here's the thing: seven and a half percent chance. You got but you have a Kings fan here who's been through this. Houston, Orlando, mm-hmm. and the Pistons, fourteen percent. Every year you're you're in this, right? This, like you said, this is your NBA Finals. The 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 ping pong ball comes up. Sacramento Kings number one. Whoever you take, it's like. I don't know. That's the point of why the draft and the draft lottery yeah. is so weird. I don't watch a lot of college ball, so I don't know who these guys are typically. When they got Halliburton from Iowa State, I knew him, but they traded him away pretty quick. So uh, Davion Mitchell was another good pickup they got last year. So they have decent history in drafting the past couple years. But, but even when they pick the right guy, like DeMarcus Cousins, mm-hmm. really good NBA player. They don't know what to do with him. They don't know what to do yeah. with him. That, yeah, that, that's a, that's a, they have a much bigger issue than getting a player. Yeah. It's the culture, the I entire mean, culture. Of if the Luka, for sure. If Luca went to Sacramento, and he might he not be the player. How did today? they not take Marvin Bagley? And he was not <laughs> Luca guy. <laughs> what I mean, if, if Marvin Bagley Marvin was Bagley right there. Why didn't they take him? That's but, what they, we'd be saying. But the Mavericks, you know, under an organization that actually has an idea of what they're doing, or maybe has a philosophy, or whatever the case is, or can identify, you know, what Jason Kidd's a guy. Let's go get him right now. That's their problem. Their problem. They have a much different problem. I, I am. I want to make this crystal clear. Crystal clear. I am not saying that the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings are alike in any way, shape, or form. What I am saying is, though, if you keep picking the wrong guy, or you don't have picks at all, and you are just d- incumbent on, hey, I need a star to decide that he had a dream when he was eight years old that he wanted to play for the Lakers. It's not a great plan either, right? If, if the plan is. I'm not in the draft you, because I gave them all this? away. You, but it keeps coming back to this Pat Riley thing. It keeps coming back to what I talk about. Multiple paths to success. Vision. A leader. All of these things as opposed to, hey, you know, maybe maybe someday Trey Young will want to play here. That's not a good plan either. Do you agree that it's tough to plan for the future when they're in this? Like, like just think of LeBron, like you just mentioned. If I'd have told you that he was playing at this level four years into his career with the Lakers, mm-hmm. I, I would be shocked. I wouldn't say that he's still doing what he's doing. So I think there's this w- – would you agree with that? 100%. So I, I think there's this – we'll worry about the future as we get closer to the future. And I don't know I, I don't know how far along that list they are, at, at least determining when LeBron but will hang it up. But the future could be here already. And, could be. And, and, and you're ignoring the future because you're preoccupied with the past. That that's where leadership comes in. That's yep. where somebody says, "Guys, great run. We got one. Time to go to the next thing." And not maybe yet. maybe we can kind not of have year. a little hybrid year. Maybe 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 that's yeah. it. Maybe it's not yet. One more. Let's do it. Maybe that's the answer. And that might be the answer. You might be sitting here a year from now saying, "Guys, come on, that runs over." 
Yeah, I'll make sure I have recorded what I just said right now, and I'll play it back to you on May 17th, 2023. I like that move. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It's time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. All right, let's start right here, uh, Slee. This this could be a function of being in Los Angeles for a really long time and kind of losing perspective of some things. There's a bunch of... um, rigmarole on twitter and everyone else didn't justin thompson's or justin thomas i should say uh professional golfers on the tv behind you reminded me of this he was like dude what's going on here a beer at the pga championship which is this week coming up this weekend is 18 bucks which is expensive it, i mean it, it's i'm assuming it's one of those 24 ounce you know double double beer kind but it's of it's also thing. generic beer it it's is not like it, it's, it's not Crazy. a super crafty tra- it's it's, yeah. it's canned mass-produced Bud. domestic beer Okay, eighteen dollars. Am I crazy? Like, I, I, it's expensive. I'm not saying it's not, but that does not seem outrageous to me. When you go to a Dodger game or a Laker say, game, what, yeah, a Dodger game. What's a what's a beer? Sixteen, something. Depending like that, on what you get, but yeah, you can find them twelve, thirteen, fourteen bucks. It's not totally out of left well, field. They're all ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I think I think that's probably, and not listen. Certain sporting events, you go to a concert. This is the one thing that bought. They got you trapped. Yeah, there's nothing you could do. Right, you want a beer? Cool. This is what you're gonna have to pay, or you could not have a beer. You hungry? <laughs> that maybe maybe that's my appreciation even more for Hollywood Bowl because you could bring your own. Yeah, stuff. bring cooler. Um, you're trapped, so whatever they want, whatever they want you to pay, you're gonna pay it. But he's not wrong. I, I get it. The L.A. piece of it. John was talking about, and he say his son at one of these hotels. Yeah, the grilled, grilled cheese was twenty five dollars. But he's not wrong in pointing it out. I'd rather have somebody point it out than not say anything I, and kind of just accept I just, it. I, it's one of those things. Like I, I think it's in L.A. thing. You go to a Dodger game. You go to an Angel game. You go to a Ducks, Kings, Lakers, Clippers. The, the beers are you go they're, to they're double digits. You're not you fine. events. But there's no, like, there's no, do you know a place to go to find a $6 beer anymore? It doesn't exist. Or, or does it in other places, and I'm no, just not paying attention. You go to the Dodger game. Mm-hmm. The beers, all the beers are the same price. They're $10. Are you getting one? Yeah, I'll get one. You yeah, get no one at fifteen. Yeah, I'll get one. You know why? Because oh, I like a beer. Me too. And some uh, and some peanuts. Pe- sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but fifty, you're gonna get one. Mm-hmm. Twenty. Yes. I <laughs> see. This is the, this is what's so crazy. I, I'm with you. It's ridiculous. It's it, it's it but, is but nuts. it's because I I would really like that at that moment. Yeah, I want it. You have mm-hmm. it. Here's my money. Let's mm-hmm. let's go from there. Um, I I had you watch this video this morning. How about Otani's double off the center field wall last night? Yeah, just. A frozen rope from <laughs> home plate. Yeah. Exit velocity is something like 109. It's one of the hardest hit balls in the entire season. You know what season. I didn't see? I didn't see how far. It's how f- 400 feet at least. Right On the like short, that. it could be 410 or 415. A line drive like that. The Angels lost last night. Yeah. Uh, Syndergaard got knocked around early in the game. When it happens, no big deal. How far into the season do we go before we're kind of like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, it's not a wait and see but I actually think they're pretty good, and I actually think they might have a chance. I think right now. I really, really? do. I, and I'll tell you why right now. Because you want them to have the pressure of – we want us to have conversations about them, being critical at them when they lose games that they shouldn't, or, um, you know, I, I guess you could say looking at individual per, individual players perform a certain way. Put the pressure on them right now. Why not? Put the pressure on them right now. 
if all we're talking about is Otani and Mike Trout and that's all we want to see and blah, 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 let's put the pressure on them. Joe Madden, skipper of the Angels, is coming on with Mason and Ireland today. Okay. 30. If, right. if I have my uh, my charades down, I got it right. Yeah. So there you go. So 130 for Joe Madden. He's, by the way, that dude knows what he's doing. Tampa, good. Cubs, good. Oh, yeah. Angels turned it around pretty, pretty quickly, so he's on it. Uh, Shohei Otani is also the most Google-searched pitcher of all time. I don't know what that means exactly. Like, I don't know if that's a thing that people rank, <laughs> but interesting. Google put it out. So, like, it was like they, they ranked all these people, and he just was a, the most searched pitcher. Do you ever go to websites? I don't go to – like, I don't actually go to – maybe the one, maybe I'll go to ESPN.com. But for the most part – I'll go to latimes.com. For the most part, I'll just use Google, right? So if I want to see, I'll type in Dodger highlights. Or So the Otani piece of this, to, to kind of think of all the different pitchers, and I, it shouldn't be a surprise or a shock, the fact that he's most searched, that doesn't surprise me. What are we waiting for in Oakland? Have you been to either a Raider or an Oakland A's game at their stadium up there? I've been to a game when the Warriors used to play in Oakland. I think it's, so it's right think next it's right to it. There, it, yeah. it was right, but you've never been inside no. that stadium. No. It, to say that it's a dump does not do it justice. What's going to happen? Is, are they are they moving? Okay, so you tell me. You can't I, lose we, another put, franchise. Put, put, put a pin in that question yeah. before I tell you this. There were possums loose in the Coliseum last night, right? So to the point where they asked the Minnesota Twins, I believe there was their opponent last night, you guys need to leave the booth because we need to bring in the possum wrangler to get the possums out of your booth. We got, so you, your we question about are they going to leave? We got some traps here that we should be able to use. Slee, they're playing in front of 2,500 people a night. They, the people in Oakland have spoken. They don't want to build them a yard, and they're Damn. not that interested in going to that yard. So, Damn. I mean, at some point, the possums are outnumbering the people. we got to do something. I remember one time in, I think this was in San Diego, I want to say they had to stop a game or something along that. There was a beehive. Oh it yeah, just that's completely yeah. took over it, on like the railing the, of the dugout. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, just play around it. <laughs> what are you going to do? That? I don't. I don't need that. I'm like Taylor, you're you're my critter expert. Growing up on a farm, yeah, yeah. Possums seem super aggressive to me. Am I wrong? Or resilient are they creatures? You you think they're dead and they they'll wake up 12 yeah. hours later? They play and possum. That's that's where that comes from. You can mm-hmm. negotiate with them. You can have a full on conversation but with them. They'll listen. Are they scared of people? Will they run away if they see one, or are they just drop? So I, I used to always walk in the shop and I'd see possums eating our cat food. They they love that cat food, and uh, they just kind of hiss at you. They're scared. They're scared they'll get you know, I'm not hair. going up to a possum. There's a ground ball Hell to no. shortstop. Whoa! <laughs> you got a possum loose in the booth? I don't need that. What a play. That seems like a, a, a terrible idea. Black Mirror Season 6 is officially in development. Lee, have you watched any Black Mirror? Am I missing on something? I like it. Yes. I, I haven't seen all of them, but the ones I have seen are the really creepy. Okay, but you like it as if you're going to watch it. Winning time, you watched every one. Yeah. I know some of that had to do with the show. Um, Breaking Bad, yep. uh, Better Call Saul. Yep. Is it one of those? No. It, it's because they're they're kind of one-offs. They don't all connect yeah, to one an, another. It's an anthology series. That's so each episode is very different. So, Alan, for you specifically, I think you'd like this show because it, it's it dystopian you technology. Like you you would There were right, some I'm episodes in. that are stinkers, obviously, but like most are good. There's one where you can too. watch somebody's life through their eyes. Did you yep. see that one, Emily? It's like in the first season. That and was messed San Junipero, up. though, is one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen, though. W- what is it? That San Junipero. That's what the, that episode is? No, no, no. Oh, separate episode. A separate episode. It's the separate. one where there's uh, the two women that 
I'm not going to give it away because it's kind of a spoiler, but yes, that's a good one. You should check it out. Okay. You, you like dystopian futures because you're you're kind of rooting for the apocalypse. So. I'm not rooting. I, you're <laughs> the one who keeps convincing me that don't even watch them. It's going to well, happen. Well, you sent it to me. I, I just, I'm just kind of deferring to you in this whole I deal. did it more as like a friendship. <laughs> Heads up. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how Trav, are you? There's one, no, how, how, hi, how are you? All lowercase, no punctuation. It wasn't even anything. It was just kind of uh, just showing you how it would all work. All right. It is time for Super Crosstalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. All right, so I want to start with this one, guys, that I was giving Slee a hard time this morning. And you guys didn't mention it yesterday either. Did you not notice that I shaved my beard or you just don't care at all? I didn't notice. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 think either, I think either answer is appropriate. Yes, yeah. I do too. But that most of the, the – Bergman mentioned Everybody, it. Emily mentioned it. Taylor mentioned coming. it. Sam mentioned it. Chris yeah. mentioned it. Many. And you yeah. guys were the only three. I know Slee – like I, I really dig how little interest Slee has in my life. Right. I, I think it's very appealing. It is appealing. interesting to see. That yeah. Here you are. You sit here for – Three hours every day. Three hours and 15 minutes. And, and banter back and forth. <laughs> and then you don't really know no. Travis. You no. don't know him as a, would you call him a, just a co-worker, not a friend? No, we are co-workers. co-workers we are exactly. colleagues, yeah, I think colleagues. is the word. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Our relationship, like, I like him. I just know he doesn't care about me at all. I did this yesterday. Literally, I stared at the guy. I'm like, something's, something's different. And I had no idea what it was until Emmy's like, oh, you shaved. I'm like, oh, so there was a newscaster in town that was on the air for 10, 12 years and just one day out of the blue showed up with hair. He had had yeah. no hair for 10 Like to bald, bald, like Telly Savalas or no, but, like me bald? Uh, not worse than you. Halfway in between. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then one day he just showed up with a full head of hair <laughs> and nobody made reference to it. <laughs> nobody did, did anything. And it was like, okay. Well, I, I used to work with a guy in Toledo. You know him. Oh, he's, he's one of the Cavs guys. Yeah, yeah uh, Michael Regai. And you called him what? Michael Regai, because one day he just showed up with hair. So what's the protocol? Because I had a similar yeah, situation. Yeah, what do you say when you so, see so I, your hair looks great? Yeah. Did, did you say anything to him? Nothing at all? Not, well, no. Actually, he worked at a station where Mason was working at the time. It's because you didn't notice it? Or oh, I noticed it. I don't know if you could I made a decision to anything. take it off. But yeah. if you go and get that, that's a totally different statement.